Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Fate FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Kurita the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM, and I'm happy to be with you today. Thank you for tuning in. If you like to make a comment or have your questions answered, you can be part of this program with us today. You just need to send us a message on 4 Unfortunately, that's a number where you cannot call, actually, to make a call, but you can send your message. And we'd love to hear from you today uh, some of the comments in regard to the uh, topic which we are going to discuss. But I would like to welcome our uh, co-host today, and it's good to have you with us, Tracy, again. Thank you. Nice to be here again, Nick, after a little bit of a break. So, great to be back, and hi to all the listeners. I hope that you enjoy that little break, you know, and uh, we are looking forward to talk today about a very, very good topic, I will say. Uh, do I have a future? Mm, it's important, isn't it? You know, uh, we talked during the week um, about um, our main, uh, you know, that the theme of the week was uh, uh, what is God really like? You know, and uh, people have all sorts of um, understanding about God, uh, will uh, he forgive me? Looking at ourselves and our situation, you know, do we have peace? You know, is God is going to give us, you know, some some peace? And will he heal me? I Just last night I listened to Helen and uh, um, Fabiano and Helen shared he, her story, mm-hmm. her testimony. And it was wonderful to hear how she benefited firsthand trusting in God and God healed her. I think we are going to to enjoy tonight a good program and I'm encouraging uh, again our listeners to to be part of our program and sending us uh, some messages. We are going to have an uh, offer for you also uh, today, a wonderful book. You wouldn't want to miss that uh, book, but later on I will come with, uh, with our offer. Uh, but yes, um, can I just, can I just, um, butt in there for a moment? Sure. Um, uh, just, just at your, your note with, um, you know, if people want to, want to, Text in, and you know we we like to get to know who our who our listeners are. While I was away, um, one of the breaks I was on, I went to a women's retreat, and I had the benefit of somebody there who had been listening to our program. And they said, you know, I have such a chaotic life, and sometimes, you know, the only time I really get for God time is when I'm driving and my kids are strapped in the car; they mm-hmm. can't move anywhere, you know. And it's such a blessing, and it was so lovely to to hear how our program is 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 helping people you know mm. so so yeah i just encourage listeners you know we want to get to know you and and we'd love to hear how our program is helping you know maybe perhaps some things that you'd like to see that kind of thing so so yeah just encourage absolutely people. and uh, yeah i was thinking on the same line uh, tracy that uh, 
we know that there are lots of people uh, listening and benefiting, you know, and uh, uh, being enriched, you know, in their journey, even though, I mean, if they are believers or, or not, mm. because uh, uh, we are uh, broadcasting, uh, all our programs are, uh, you know, designed to get us to know God and to have a, a closer relationship, a closer walk. Mm. With uh, our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, as just you, you came in uh, tonight. Uh, the first thing when you enter into the studio here, you have a bit of a smile. Say, "Oh, today was a little bit easy on the roads." <laughs> yes. You know, the traffic uh, probably was a little bit uh, lighter. Who knows? Maybe because of the situation with the school holiday, uh, school holiday, and maybe even uh, with, with the COVID, COVID things, thing. Yeah, you know, people, people will be staying <laughs> indoors yes, more. Yes, I didn't think about that. Mm. Yes, but. Uh, and life is quite hectic, uh, mm. uh, Tracy. Yes. And it's very hard to, uh, to find uh, peace and, uh, you know, rest and uh, all those things. But the main question, you know, for, um, for today is, uh, do I have a future? Mm. Now, I may say this, that, uh, uh, this, this is very, very important question because we need to be honest with ourselves. You know, when uh, we look at all the things happening in the world, uh, how do we see our future? Mm. And uh, for that reason, uh, actually, I would like to offer you now that book. Just at the start, I like to give you that, uh, that book and um, it's called The Desire of Ages. And it's a book who talks on the life of Jesus Christ. It's one of the most amazing uh, books written on uh, on life, on the life of Jesus. Um, this is uh, this is an excellent uh, resource, printed specially um, in uh, in chapter quality for sharing and giving giving give it away, you know, and that's, we would like you to have this uh, book in your hands uh, today. Um, the Desire of Ages is a proven source of inspiration and enlightenment to millions of readers all over the world, and with good reason, for it deals with a universal yearning, the desire for living life to its fullest. Amen. Amen. That's what Jesus came for. <laughs> yes. And with the knowledge that we are here for a reason, that we are here to love and to be loved. This devotional classic uh, written by Ellen White tells the life story of the greatest spiritual leader the world has ever known. And that's Jesus Christ. And uh, I can say more about this book, uh, recommended in the Congress uh, in the United States and uh, um, all over the world is very well known, this book. It's your chance today to get hold of it. Please just send an SMS to 04-888-808-11. Now, I may say that number in a different way because I know some other people, uh, uh, you know, uh, remember that differently. My way was to say it uh, just as I said, but I can say zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one. Please send us a text and uh, request this uh, free offer which we have for today. It's all yours, free of charge. And no obligation. 
It's good to have uh, David Lima from Family Voice Australia with us again, this time uh, via Zoom. Good to have you with us, David. Thank you, Nick. It's always a pleasure to be broadcasting with you every Friday. And here we go once again. David, your Family Voice ministry is keen to help people appreciate the Christian faith. Yes, absolutely. So we are a Christian voice for family, faith and freedom. So those three Fs, faith is right in the middle of them. Mm-hmm. And we greatly need to recognize the claims of Christ in our culture and for the individual. So, yes, certainly at Family Voice, we're very keen to promote the Christian faith. Oh, that's wonderful. So you can tell me, what is God like, David? <laughs> that's a great question. What is God like? Well, God is like Jesus. There's no simpler and better answer than that. Mm-hmm. Jesus Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Mm. And this is from John's Gospel. It's the 14th chapter. And there's some wonderful teaching there. I might just read some of those verses back. Uh, Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. And Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus replied, don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. So, Nick, what is God like? Well, he's like Jesus. And Jesus was at times angry, but he was also incredibly compassionate. Mm -hmm. He was angry and upset with those who are proud and stubborn. And he was incredibly compassionate and loving and gentle towards those who were broken before him who recognized their sins and came to him and sought his confession and his healing. So God is like Jesus because Jesus is God. And Jesus is like the Father. Exactly. Mm, that's that's very good. Can, and, and thank you, uh, David, for sharing um, that passage in the Bible because that's uh, wonderful to, uh, to grasp that uh, understanding from the Bible uh, who God is and... Uh, how God looks like, you know, I mean, we, yes. we obviously are not talking about here on the aesthetics, you know, how God looks like, but uh, in character. Mm. And I think, I think that's uh, very important. Now, if I could ask you another question, uh, David, what is God not like? <laughs> Again, a good question. Well, God is like Jesus because Jesus is God. But God is also our Heavenly Father, and that means that earthly fathers, when they get it right, are portraying the character of God. But you and I are earthly fathers, Nick, and we know uh, that we have done some wrong things as fathers. Uh, We've all had human fathers, the book of Hebrews says, who who disciplined us as as best they thought, and there have been times when we've messed things up. So God is not like that. But he is like us fathers, or rather we fathers are like God, 
when we get it right. And Jesus even spoke about pagan fathers loving their children. Mm. So this is this is bigger than just Christianity, if you like. There's a, a universal application here because fatherhood is gifted to all of humanity. And even pagan fathers, evil fathers, know how to love their children on a good day. Mm. But on a bad day, uh, we all get it wrong. And there are some terrible stories about what fathers have done to their children. Yes. Uh, you know, dis- disowning them and uh, <laughs> dare not repeat. Um, but there's a wonderful story that comes from the Second World War where in the bombing of Britain, there was a father and a son caught up in all the troubles and the father was down below and the boy was up at street level mm. and the father said to the boy, now just jump down to me and I will catch you. And the boy looking down was just seeing complete blackness because of the blackout. But the father looking up could see the boy against the stars mm. and against and against whatever light was there. So the boy says, how can I jump to you? Because I can't see you. And the father says, yes, but I can see you. And the boy in faith jumped and was received by his father into the safety of, of that bunker. It's a wonderful picture of what God is like. Uh, and I won't repeat the, the, the terrible things that some fathers have done. God is not like that. I'm sure many of our listeners can, can picture what I'm thinking of there, and we don't need to explore that. Um, especially if any children are listening. But mm. we need to recognize what God is not like. He's not like a, a cruel father. No, he's like a loving father. Mm, that's great. And thank you for sharing that story. That's a good story to to learn, a good lesson. Uh, yes. And apply in our life uh, today and anytime. Uh, now, David, we are um, dealing today a bit more on our program with the question, uh, do I have a future? Mm. And yes. uh, how do we become Christians? How yes. can I become a Christian, uh, David? Yes. And even understanding that we have a, a future, because I believe many Christians today, they don't uh, believe that they have a future. Mm. Yeah, It's not uh, the same thing to call yourself a Christian and to be a Christian. Yes, because uh, there are many who will say, Lord, Lord. Didn't we do this, that, or the other in your name? You know, they've got this powerful evidence because they can do miracles even. But he will say, I never knew you. And and even though he ate with them and journeyed among them, he will say, I never knew you. It's a terrible thing. It's not ticking a box. It's not experiencing certain actions or ministrations or sacraments, as important and valuable as they may be. It's not about reciting a creed as valuable as that might be. A Christian is someone whom Christ claims. Mm. And so when Peter was falling into the water, he, he cried out, Lord, save me. And it was because Jesus reached out to him and saved him that he was in Christ. And this is our only hope that we can cry out, Jesus, save me. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's as simple as that. Mm. And But it all relates to the work of God to rescue us. We can't rescue ourselves. He intervenes. And in the passage that I read earlier from John 14, and I do encourage the listeners if they've got a Bible or just go online, it's all there. The 14th chapter of John describes Jesus saying that by seeing him, we see the Father, And he says there also, in my father's house are many rooms, and I'm going there to prepare a place for you, and I will come back to take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. So that is 
part of our future. There's much more to it. Mm. We will all have the resurrection body in the fullness of time. Uh, so looking forward to that. Those of us with a few aches and pains and a few bits missing, bits falling <laughs> off, uh, we look forward to that resurrection body, which will be like the resurrected body of Christ, which was amazing. You know, he could walk through walls and uh, he ascended into heaven and he could arrive in one place suddenly and disappear. Uh, so that's going to be a fun body to have. Uh, we won't have any problems of uh, international travel due to the coronavirus mm. uh, when we all get the resurrection body. So our future is very, very bright and very wonderful. And we we see the coronavirus and all sorts of other groans and problems facing creation, which is groaning under the weight of sin. And this will all be dealt with in the fullness of time. So what a wonderful hope we do have in Christ. Beautiful. Uh, thank you so much, uh, David, for coming with us again uh, today and share on this wonderful um, topic, Do I Have a Future? And um, yes, uh, I believe uh, we all, uh, trusting in God, we trust yes. in His promises and we have a bright future ahead of us. Thank you for sharing with us and may God bless you with Family Voice Australia. I like that the triple F. What's that uh, again? Yes, family, faith, and freedom. Oh, amen for that. All of those, uh, uh, I hope we can uh, see very, very well in our uh, everyday life. May God yes. bless you, and we'll uh, catch up later on uh, next Friday. Thanks. Next Friday. God bless. No radio reception? No problem. Download the free Faith FM app onto your phone or tablet to listen anytime, anywhere. Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nikurita and our co-host today here in studio. It's uh, Tracy Papandreou. Tracy is an active uh, member of the Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church here in Adelaide, a beautiful church. If you live in Adelaide and around Brighton, uh, please just visit that church. And I think that's on uh, Emilia Street, number 11. Is that right, Tracy? That's correct. Very good. Hey, Tracy, uh, as uh, David just mentioned, you know, and I asked the question, uh, uh, if we have a future, you know, do we have a future? And um, we are going to look into this question a little bit more. Now, we live in a world with the increased suicide rates and major issues with depression, um, Tracy. Many feel a lack of certainty or even at times Uh, hopelessness about the future. How do you think we have arrived at such situation, Tracy? Well, it's been a progressive thing, hasn't mm. it? And there's so many things that come into it, but um, things that I can point out and say that I believe that these are um, factors that have played a, a big part in it is the breakdown of families. Mm -hmm. So many families, um, breakups, these days um people too busy for quality time with with family you know everybody's racing so busy and often that's because they're focused on accumulating things mm -hmm. instead of focusing on relationships you know some a lot of the time the focus has been in the wrong direction and we're also we're encouraged we you know that's promoted in society and we're kind of you almost have to um not only put the brakes on, 
but put yourself in reverse to mm. not get caught up in the stream of all of that going, you know, towards increased consumerism, all of, um, you know, the, 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 the self-adulation that, that goes on, you know, just think about, you know, everyone's taking selfies and mm. everything, you know, everyone needs to be a celebrity these days. There's so much focusing on fre- Facebook friendships instead of maybe spending that time with face-to-face friendships. And there's research out there about how actually focusing too much on our online friendships can actually be to the detriment of our face-to-face friendships where we can actually, uh, uh, research has shown, we actually get quite a bit more satisfaction from those kinds of relationships. But mainly I think all of that has come because we've moved away from God's law and counsel. Uh, right. The, the creator mm-hmm. who made us, he's given us a manual if you like, for how to live life in a way that's going to um, produce a more fruitful life and bring contentedness. And the more that society has moved away from all of those ideas, I don't think it's coincidence mm-hmm. that the more the, the moving away of that has come, the more society is just breaking down. You know, our creator knows us and he knows What's good for us, yes. you know? Revelation twenty two thirteen tells us. Um, it, it says, "I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last." So, why would we want to pull ourselves away from someone who is the Alpha and the Omega, who knows the beginning from the end, and who loves us and wants to guide mm. us? Yeah, that's interesting what you just said, um, uh, Tracy. That uh, in particularly in our times, you know, in this generation, um, and just not looking too far back, you know, probably is the first time when we think that. You know, we know everything and, uh, you know, we're in control of uh, everything and forgetting about the one who knows everything about God. And, you know, we are thinking that we know everything. And in the end, we are missing so much and we are so depressed. We are so discouraged. We are so, um, you know, facing so many challenges just because we are looking into the wrong direction. We are looking too much ourselves. Mm, mm. We think we're very enlightened, but in fact we're going backwards. Yeah, but yes. although although um, uh, the society is going uh, that way, uh, Tracy, it doesn't mean that uh, we have to. We have no. to go the, the same no. way. We have you a know, choice. Yeah, I, I believe that God has a wonderful future for us. What would you say, um, uh, Tracy, to someone who is questioning whether they they have a future or not? Mm, mm. I would say that, you know, as a Christian, hope is one of the key virtues of, of Christianity. Um, those who have hope are able to overcome adversity and nurture resilience that may preserve their health in tough times. So it's something that's a really key um virtue, really mm. key importance to, to the Christian. And yes, we can choose. We can follow God and we can follow his commandments and we can step into that um, fulfilled life or we can go the way that society is going. As I said, you almost have to um, not only put the brakes on, but reverse. put yourself in <laughs> reverse to not get caught up with it. Um, but, uh, you know, we've got so many promises in the Bible 
You know, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Wow. You know, that's that's what he, he, he wants to do. And so all of his counsel all of that is is about being able to us being able to have a future and a hope. He's we're being offered an abundant eternal life and that's free to us. We've just got to take it. And it might be free to us, but it actually cost so much. Mm-hmm. It costs mm-hmm. the blood of Christ. And we need to be aware of how much that costs and the value of it. And we also need to be aware of the value of the word, which is an amazing gift that we have been given. And it's all there for us to help us to live that abundant life. Just like any gift situation, um, there's, there's a two, there's a, it's a two way, um, exchange, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a person giving a gift and there's a person receiving. And a gift does not serve its purpose if it's not accepted. And it also doesn't serve its purpose if we don't actually unwrap that gift, mm-hmm. if we don't understand that gift enough. And that's what I I think we must be deliberate about accepting and unwrapping that gift that's given to us. Mm, wonderful. And it's amazing that uh, in these days, again, uh, I'll mention that, Tracy, uh, we are uh, in so much need mm. of a future and a hope. And generally, people are rejecting the one who can give us that future and hope, Absolutely. rejecting God. Mm. And I'm, you know, I'm, Sometimes I'm, I'm just questioning myself. I say, why is this happening? And obviously there is more than we can see at the surface, you know. Yes. Why are we uh, in this situation uh, only focus on ourselves, uh, self and uh, things like that rather than to understand God and the one who gives that wonderful gift mm. to us all and you mentioned about Jesus Christ and his blood through his blood we are um, redeemed you know we are saved uh, now talking about uh, gifts here mm. Mm. and uh, again I want to mention the gift which we want to give to our listeners today mm. it's a wonderful wonderful book uh, uh, called the desire of ages now because it's a gift doesn't mean that's not valuable. Absolutely. You know, yes. we we want to give you this because we value you. We value you, uh, our listeners, and we want you to to benefit um, of this life to the fullest. Now, uh, this uh, wonderful book, it's a proven um, source of inspiration and enlightenment to millions of readers all over the world. And in the pages, in this, uh, the book of these pages, you will understand possibly for the first time the true underlying significance of Christ's deeds and their bearing on your own life here and now. I would like you to have this book and you just need to send us a text on 04 triple eight. Eight zero eight double one. Say the number again. Zero four 
double eight double eight zero eight double one. Please send us a message. And also, if you like to send us a, a, a text in regard to our topic, what do you think about the future? Mm. Your future? How is the future looking from your own uh, understanding? Please send us a message and uh, you may be an encouragement to, to other people listening to our broadcast. But uh, uh, Tracy, uh, can you explain a little bit more about uh, what do you mean by unwrapping the gift? Mm, exactly. So I gave the analogy that, you know, somebody gives a gift and, and um, let's just say we, we say, yeah, thanks, and we put it to the side. Um, that's not going to help us in any way. You know, we need to actually um, interact with the gift to actually get the benefit mm -hmm. from it. You know, I also think too about how perfect a gift can be when the person knows you well and they've taken the time to think about what you would enjoy. I always like it. It doesn't have anything to do with the with the with the actual cost or something of a gift, but when I can tell that somebody has taken the time to think about me and what I like and, and they've chosen the gift based on that. And I think about what Luke 12, 7 says in terms of how much our Father knows us. It says, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So this is how much God knows us. He knows us so intimately. And so all of the advice, all of the gift that he offers to us is always for our benefit because he knows what will benefit us. And, you know, we have to have a knowledge of the gift and we have to understand how it is to be experienced or used to take full advantage of it. It's like if somebody gives you a, a kitchen gadget for a gift and it's a terrible, you know, terribly non-valuable analogy mm. that I'm using right now, but a kitchen gadget and you don't know how to use it. Well, you know, that'll get stuffed in a cupboard and won't get used. Um, and we need to really know how to take hold of the gift mm -hmm. that's been offered to us. And scripture is an amazing gift that's offered to us. And sometimes we don't really um, take take in the, the, the fullness that we can get from that because we, we haven't taken on board how important Scripture is for us. So I've quoted this Scripture a number of times on this program because I just think it is so key. 2 Timothy 3.16, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete thoroughly equipped for every good work. So its purpose is that the man of God or the woman of God mm. may be complete. Amen. And feeling that there isn't a future is certainly not a picture of being complete. And so there we have a we have an indication that the scriptures are there to help to bring us into that completeness. And as you mentioned that passage uh, I always like to um you know 
because I'm, I don't remember uh, things very easily these days, but I associate this one, Second Timothy 3.16, with John 3.16. I just think of Second Timothy, and I think of the most beautiful verse in the Bible also, John 3.16. And here we go. Oh, you remember this uh, passage in Second uh, Timothy 3.16. But actually, isn't it lovely that, that the, the way those two passages actually line up, because John 3.16 is about how much God loves us, mm-hmm. that he sent his son to save us and die for us and then 2 Timothy 3.16 is about and I'm giving you all of this counsel to make you complete yeah. it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a complete package I like you that know? So, so yeah but also too John 10.10 10, uh, this is Jesus speaking he says the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly mm-hmm. Jesus wants us to live abundantly, and so we need to take hold fully of the gift yes. that's offered to us. Yes, no, absolutely. And if we continue uh, with the analogy you know, uh, of the gift giving, in order to experience uh, a gift in all its uh, fullness, it can also be helpful that the person receiving the gift has an idea of the effort um, or the cost involved for uh, the person offering that gift. And we mentioned a bit earlier about, you mm. know, the, the blood of Jesus Christ. Yes. But yeah, what else would you like to say, Tracy? Yeah, a gift always seems more special when you understand someone's gone to a lot of effort. I was saying about, I really love it when I can tell somebody's gone to effort or perhaps they've spent much more than I would have expected. Um, you know, but um, God shows the amazing love for us in offering his in, in the fact that he offered up his son, Jesus, to die as a substitute for us to buy our salvation. And I love Romans 5, 6 to 8, which, which really um, outlines that well. For it says, For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. So he didn't die for those followers. He mm. died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, yes. Christ died for us. That's amazing love. Yes. And me and maybe you, yeah. Tracy, yeah. we are uh, sinners and we appreciate that. And mm. you listening out there, maybe you'll think the same. Um, you may even think that you don't have a hope and future, but God is offering to you that hope and future. It's beautiful, isn't it, Nick? Yeah. And and as I was saying before, you know, when we talked about the 316, mm-hmm. the two of them, um, you know, God not only sent his son to die for us, but he left his word that we might understand him. The Bible is is about us being able to understand him and his great love for us, and that through that we might be able to be transformed by the Holy Spirit. That's wonderful. Hey, Tracy, I believe it's a right time to take a short break here, and I've got a song lined up here, a beautiful song called I Have Fixed My Mind on Another time. Let's listen to this song and we'll be back uh, shortly. Please stay with us. Don't go anywhere. Your offer will be announced again after this song. I have fixed my mind 
on another time, on another time. And here I mean to stand until God gives me more light, and that is today, today, today until He comes. I have fixed my mind on another time, on another. I have set my course on the narrow way, on the narrow way. For I know the time is close at hand, for which I watch and pray, and that is today. Today, today, until he comes, I have set my course on the narrow way, on the narrow way. Even so. Oh.
fixed my mind on another time on another Welcome back. You are listening to Fate FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and uh, Tracy Papandreou. That was a wonderful song, uh, Tracy. Yes. I have fixed my mind on another time by uh, Roger Smith. And uh, yeah, we need to um, concentrate ourselves to the, uh, you know, to have in our mind the, the right direction. Um, but uh, Tracy, uh, sometimes difficult situations hit the life of the person trying their best to follow in the footsteps of Jesus, which might at times cause them to lose heart and certainty about their future. Now, how can we bring it together uh, a little bit, uh, Tracy? How can you, uh, uh, what can you say to help someone who might be in the situation? Well, my first thing would say, don't lose heart. And I would just like to use um, Paul's words. In Ephesians 3.14, he says, and he, he's talking to all the people who've been supporting him, he's writing a letter to the Ephesians. Therefore, I ask you, do not, I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Mm. I would like to encourage people with Paul's words. And, you know, also... In Luke eight forty one, it tells the story of Jairus, who's a ruler of the synagogue, and he comes to Jesus because his only daughter, who she's 12 years of age, she's dying, and he asks Jesus to come to his house to heal her. But Jesus gets tied up with the throng and the healings going on there. And in the meantime, someone from Jairus's household comes to meet him to tell him not to trouble Jesus because his daughter has already died. But Jesus' response is, do not be afraid, only believe, and she will be made well. And Jesus went to Jairus' home and healed her. So I would just say, you know, for, for people who are perhaps struggling, you've not seen the fullness of the story. Don't lose heart halfway through. 
Also, too, there's some practical things that you can um, you can do, um, and and these are things that that you can you can take on board yourself if you're discouraged, or uh, suggest to a friend, a family member, perhaps if they're feeling discouraged. What I would say is, is it's important to pray, referring back to Paul's counsel, which in Ephesians, which he gave, pray for the Lord to strengthen you that you may comprehend the immenseness of his great love for you because when you have that comprehension that's when that hope comes within you i would also say meditate on bible promises be deliberate about seeking out and meditating on the many promises in the word about your future. So one that we said before was Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you future and a hope. Mm. And also Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him. I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. Mm. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. So these are just a couple of um, examples of promises you can meditate on. So you can buy Bible promise books or you can simply Google Bible promises and you'll get a list of them. And I would say also... Follow what God says about your future, not what the world might say or even yes. what Satan might be whispering in your in your ear. You yes. know, those, those are really in, important things, uh, I, I think, um, to be deliberate about it all. Yeah, no, I like that. And um, our time is going very fast. But again, I would like to mention about our offer, a beautiful, beautiful uh, book, uh, The Desire of Ages, about the life of Jesus Christ. And you can get that one on 4 888 Also, I'd like to thank um, uh, Suzanne. Thank you for uh, writing to us. And um, I'm looking at the message and will take in consideration everything what you say there and uh, will be very happy to to follow up with you on that. But thank you for uh, messaging um, us. Uh, as I said, time is going very fast now and I would like to just conclude if it's possible in, in a couple of questions. But first one, um, do you have any other suggestions, um, uh, Tracy, uh, here mm. right now be wise and follow god's counsel he's given it as a blessing so health is very important to get enough sleep sleep deprivation can also lead to depressed moods and moodiness and irritability take care of your diet and fortify yourself studies have shown that if you're not eating right then that can be linked to depression and all of those um, problems with mood get exercise too. get those feel-good endorphins pumping and make sure you're not getting too much screen time which that can also lead to depression um, i would say remember 1 peter 5 8 be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. But also remember Jesus' words, John seventeen thirty three. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tri- tribulation, 
but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. And uh, other things I would just say, spending time in the Word is important to understand how much God loves you. Mm. That is how you understand that. Pray to be strengthened in your inner man that you would be able to see how big God's love is for you. That's wonderful, yes. Seek out and meditate on Bible promises and keep a watch on your health so you don't leave yourself tired and weary and depressed and therefore exposed and vulnerable to the attacks and lies of the enemy. Oh, thank you so much, uh, Tracy, for sharing all those beautiful thoughts. And as I said again, I said again, you know, if you like to hear more and know more, don't hesitate to contact us on the number which we provide and or visit our website, faithfm.com.au, and you'll find more information there. Um, Tracy, how would you like to say a prayer uh, for us and for Anyone else there mm. listening, particularly for those people who may struggle to have uh, hope and uh, to see a bright future ahead yes. of them? Yes, sure. I'd love to, Nick. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, for um, the opportunity to speak for you, Father. And I pray for all the listeners, Lord, and I pray that your Holy Spirit would really impart in people that um, understanding of that great hope that we can have in you, dear Lord. And I just pray for those who may feel isolated, Lord, that you will guide them and lead them, Father, to find people to speak to, perhaps a local church or somewhere where they can be encouraged, Lord. And I just pray that people will more and more understand your amazing love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Tracy. And uh, yeah, our time is gone for today. Thank you for joining Nick Rita and uh, Tracy Papandreou on uh, Drive Time Drive Time Big Q&A. Please join us again next time. But until then, may God richly bless you. I'm leaving you with a beautiful uh, song, uh, No More Night. God bless.
we're living 